Softball starts the season 5-0. and oh. It's baseball opening weekend, and basketball falls just short in Bedlam. I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome on into the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And it was a great trip for the Cowgirl softball team over to California as they start their season 5-0. and oh. Four games were run rules as they beat CSUN in their opening game 8-0 in five innings. Then a 1-0 win against LMU, proving they can do it with just the bats. 10-1 win against Utah State in five innings. An 11-3 win in six innings. And then against ranked UCLA, they beat them 9-1 in five innings. So an impressive trip to Cali, impressive wins, and the pitching staff and the battery both look like they're off to hot starts. Here's what Coach Gajewski had to say about the start of the season. Well, great, uh, great way to finish this West Coast uh, road trip. Proud of these kids and just the uh, way that, that they've performed uh, all weekend long. Um, we've really grown. We've really uh, watched some young kids really grow up. We've watched some uh, older kids like Galexi and Caroline just do what they've always done. Uh, just been a great one. I'm very proud of our staff uh, f- for the way that they've prepared and just got these kids ready to play. So great weekend. We'll, we'll, we'll go home here and um, enjoy this. Uh, got to get back, get to work. We're going to have another tough weekend that's coming up so uh, excited but um, uh, more importantly excited about th- this team and and uh, and what they're capable of so uh, go pokes go pokes indeed coach G when we look at what that 5-0 and start did for the cowgirls it moves them up to number eight they are now ranked in the top 10 alongside texas who moves up to three with a five and oh start as well and ou starts four and oh and they stay at number one so two risers three top 10 teams for the big 12 in the softball rankings with baylor uh struggling opening weekend they go oh and two they fall to 22 but still four ranked teams for the Big 12, Oklahoma State has another big weekend in store for them. They will play two games on Friday. The first against number four, Georgia. The second against Wisconsin. Then they take on number 12, LSU, on Saturday. Then Northwestern later that day, Saturday. Actually, two really early games uh, this weekend as well. That Georgia game is at 9 a.m. Central Time as they're in Clearwater, Florida, and that LSU game is 9.30 on Saturday. So two real early morning games. We'll see how that plays into effect. And then an 11.30 game on Sunday against Georgia Tech. So two ranked opponents, including a top five matchup, or or I guess a top ten matchup, uh, against number four Georgia and number eight Oklahoma State as the Cowgirls hope to stay undefeated. That would be a big win. Got to think they'd move into the top five if they're able to beat Georgia and they start this season 10-0. and And in the circle for that game against Georgia will be the ace of the staff, Lexi Kilfoyle. Kilfoyle started her season with a zero ERA in four appearances, one start. She's 3-0. and 
She has pitched eight innings over those five games, those four appearances. No runs given up so far, just two hits. Opponents have a .074 batting average against Kilfoyle, and she struck out seven in eight innings. Also striking out seven, but giving up just a little bit more uh, in the run department. Kyra Acock, a great start for her seven strikeouts. Opponents are hitting her a bit. But that's Acock's game. Honestly, she's not really a strikeout pitcher despite having those seven strikeouts. She's more of a hit-to-contact ground ball pitcher, let the defense play behind her. She starts the season with a one ERA. Katie Coots also makes two appearances, pitching in six and two-thirds innings, and Ivy Rosenberry pitches in six innings. So Oklahoma State really spread it out of the course of five games, letting five pitchers total pitch. Uh, Catherine Ogg only pitched in a third of an inning. But uh, Rosenberry, good start. She struck out 10 in just six innings pitch. That's a fantastic start for her. I looked at Rosenberry to fill that third pitching spot behind Kilfoyle and behind Acock. Rosenberry in her senior season, she really got a lot better as the year went on. She gave up one run in those six innings. Uh, Acock, Goots, and Rosenberry all have given up one run on the season. Acock sets at a 1 ERA, Coots at a 105, and Rosenberry at a 117. No home runs given up and not a lot of runs scored against Oklahoma State. Just five runs so far allowed this season by the Cowgirls and three of those came in one game. So they're averaging about one run given up a game. Pretty good start for the pitching staff. And the hitting, the uh, hitters on this team, also a great off to a great start. Talon Edwards and Caroline Wong both start with 615 batting averages. Uh, one home run on the weekend for Edwards. Wong hit two home runs. Seven RBIs driven in for Talon Edwards. Six for Caroline Wong. And then Rosie Davis also added a home run of her own. Claire Tim, Megan Bloodworth, and Katie Lott all went yard as well. So uh, the hitting is there. The pitching is there. And I like what I see from Oklahoma State, who some were worried about. There's a reason they were ranked outside of the top ten to start the season despite making four straight College World Series appearances and having a great coach like Coach Gajewski. Uh, There was a lot that left a lot on the defensive side, on the hitting side, and, of course, losing Kelly Maxwell to OU on the pitching side. But you get Kilfoyle for another year, the the transfer from, from Alabama. Acock is now a sophomore. Uh, she looks great. Rosenberry, who I said earlier, got a lot better as the season went along last year in her senior season, and you brought some players in. And then the Liberty transfer in Caroline Wang uh, behind the dish – doing a great job hitting if you can get a couple players that are hitting like Edwards and Wong did. And, and Wong, obviously a great player coming from the A-Sun to, uh, to the Big 12 here and being a two-time A-Sun player of the year and a selection to first-team All-A-Sun in 22 and in 23 just a, a great addition to an already good team. That is one aspect that Coach Gajewski has been very good at. And you look at Kilfoyle and Bloodsworth coming in last year from Alabama, and then now you get Wong. Uh, that's three really solid transfers that are setting it up for the Cowgirls. And then you look at you know players like Acock, who was a freshman 
committed to the team last year and was great in that third pitcher spot and looks so far to be really good in the second spot behind Kilfoyle. So, as I mentioned, it's a tough matchup against number four Georgia, that first game of the Shriner Children's Clearwater Invitational. And uh, they have played. They lost in 10 innings to Wisconsin. So Wisconsin strikes first uh, in this Clearwater Invitational. They uh, lose. That's, that's Georgia's first loss of the season. They started 5-0 and with wins over Murray State, South Dakota, Murray State again, Purdue, and then another win against Purdue. But they lose to this Wisconsin team, a Wisconsin team that Oklahoma State will play after they play Georgia. Both those games are tomorrow. So Wisconsin gets Georgia early, their first loss of the season, and Oklahoma State now has to play a upset and ranked Georgia team and then follow that up by a Wisconsin team that is clearly riding high right now, and that's a huge win for them uh, beating Georgia to start this Clearwater Invitational. So that's a little bit of fun as they get that victory. That game was at 1 o'clock today, so it just went uh, finished as I'm recording this podcast. That game just ended. Uh, so that's a that's a big big start. Uh, put some pressure on Oklahoma State as well. Like I said, if they start 10-0, uh, there, there's a really good opportunity the Cowgirls find themselves in the top five and are positioning themselves like they did much last year uh, before they kind of dropped off in the middle of the season to be one of the best teams in in college softball, and rightfully so. I mean, the the pedigree is there. Uh, I am very excited about this Oklahoma State team, especially after what I saw in the opening weekend. Speaking of opening weekends, it's opening weekend for Cowboy Baseball as they travel down to Huntsville, Texas to take on Sam Houston. This should be a fun matchup this weekend against Sam Houston State as Oklahoma State uh, is on upset watch a little bit from uh, from some players or some uh, writers, some media around uh, that cover college baseball because of how good this Sam Houston State team is expected to be. Uh, the Bearcats move from the WAC to Conference USA this year as uh, they return a lot of experience on the mound. Their bats are equally as good and should should be a good test for the Cowboys starting out the season. And I know some people are going to be having their eyes on Carson Binge. Binge, the uh, outfielder slash right-handed pitcher, the two-way player that has some pop, is a good pitcher. Uh, really, really fun guy to watch. A Oklahoma native out of Yukon, Oklahoma. He underwent Tommy John in 2022 and redshirted. And then last year he was a freshman All-America uh, from the NCBWA uh, and a semifinalist for the John Olerud Two-Way Player of the Year. Uh, he was named to the All-Big 12 first team as utility player or second team honors as an outfielder unanimous selection to the big 12 freshman team he played 58 games last year starting 52 he made 37 starts in the field 14 at dh and one in center field along with 10 starts on the mound he led oklahoma state last year in batting average on base percentage also at a team high 23 multi-hit games 
posted a 365 batting average in Big 12 play, went one for three with an RBI single in his collegiate debut versus Missouri uh, almost a year ago, uh, 217, made his first pitching appearance with a start against Austin P on March 2nd, where he worked two scoreless innings and posted a pair of strikeouts. He hit his first two home runs of his career on a 3-for-5 4-RB day against Austin P just three days later. Uh, on March 5th, he had his first career win against Utah State on March 22nd. So Carson Binge, great year last year. A lot of fun stuff going on with Binge, and I know that uh, he is a guy to watch. Baseball America has him as an intriguing prospect, both as a hitter with power and a right-handed pitcher. Uh, they they wrote up a little write-up on him. Uh, Baseball America did as a as a guy to watch for MLB teams uh, potential with the 2024 breakout uh, class. They had they wrote about 10 breakout uh, and sleeper picks for the 2024 class, and Binge made that list. Here's what Baseball America had to say about Carson Binge. Binge is an intriguing prospect, both as a hitter with power and a right-handed pitcher with a fastball that gets into the mid-90s. His two-way status gives him two bites at the up-arrow apple, but I have him here specifically because of his exciting offensive tools and some room for improvement with his batted ball profile to make the most of them. Again, this is a rider with Baseball America. Ben hits the ball plenty hard. He averaged a 91.7 miles per hour exit velocity in 2023, and his 108.1 mile per hour 90th percentile exit velocity places him along with some of the most impactful hitters in the class. Again, Baseball America rider. Despite that power, Binge only homered seven times during the 23 season, and the most of those homers went the opposite way to left field. There's tons of movement in his swing, which leads to late timing, and if he does a better job getting the ball in the air, this ground ball rate was well north of 50%. To the pool side, his home runs numbers should follow. So, Eyes on Carson Binge as a prospect to watch for 2024. So that will make Oklahoma State ball, State baseball very exciting again, starting their season with a three-game slate against Sam Houston down in Huntsville, uh, hoping to come away with uh, a 3-0 and record. We'll see how the Cowboys fare down there to start the baseball season. So a lot of excitement around softball, a lot of excitement around baseball softball 5 and 0 to start the year baseball getting ready to start their season not as much excitement around Oklahoma State basketball who did fall in their weekend Bedlam matchup in Norman, just losing that game by four, 66-62. They had a chance to win, chance to tie late in that game, and just could not get it done. They are back at home where they take on BYU. Now, I've talked a lot about Oklahoma State and how they still do have a chance to go on a run at the end of the year and find themselves in an opportunity to make the national tournament. That starts with BYU at home on Saturday. Looking at BYU, they are currently 6-5 and five in Big 12 play. They have won two in a row, and they're 18-6 and six on the year. But BYU coming to Stillwater, Gallagher-Iowa for the first time could present an interesting matchup. Then they will take on Cincinnati on Wednesday as that matchup against Cincy 4-7, and seven, despite being on the road, a very winnable game for Cowboy 
basketball, and then you have Bedlam at home. You played pretty well in Norman. You got to think you had a chance to win against OU in Gallagher Iba. Then UCF at home. UCF is four and seven, much like Cincinnati. They are thirteen and ten. They have lost two in a row since he also lost two in a row. So another opportunity there to take another game, and just like that, if you win all four, that's four in a row. Then you go to Austin to play Texas. Texas has uh, picked things up a bit. They're still below 500 in Big 12 play at 5-6. and six. Then Texas Tech, who still looks like one of the best teams in the Big 12, but they are 7-4 and four in Big 12 play. They have won two in a row, though, and then you end things in Provo against Utah. So, an opportunity. you got to win the rest of your games, though. You've got Seven games left in the season. You are two and nine in Big Twelve play. If you can put yourself at nine and nine, nine and nine in Big Twelve play. Right now, you sit in last place. That would definitely move you up. Everyone's kind of right there together. If you go on a little bit of a run, you win your last seven Big Twelve games, which is a lot easier said than done. Then there's a chance you lose one or two more games. You lose the BYU at home. You lose the Cincy on the road. Your season's probably over at that point, and uh, it's it's time to look to the 24-25 season and forget about the 23-24 basketball season. So, big, big game this weekend. We'll see how things go, uh, but I my hopes are not high for Oklahoma State basketball like they are for baseball and for softball. This has been the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Matt Jordan.